Hey everybody, welcome. My name is Nyla, and thank you for tuning in. You're listening to Greener Thoughts, the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, and of course, other things you'd like to know. So for today's topic, it's all about Timberland and how it will not be buying any more Brazilian leather. The podcast Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday. Please be sure to favorite, review, and also share Greener Thoughts. It really means a lot to me. And last thing that you can do is be sure to contact Greener Thoughts by voice message. You can easily do so by checking out the info in the podcast description and, of course, every episode show notes. Or you can always send an email to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So there are no immediate announcements for today's podcast episode, and so I'm going to just jump right into our first segment, of course, in other news. So it is, of course, a quick dose of what's happening in today's world. So the first headline is that NASA satellites are on hand as Dorian becomes a Category 3 hurricane, and that was from um, Environmental News Network, a.k.a. ENN.com. And the National Hurricane Center, um, also known as um, the NHC, actually reported that, quote, extremely dangerous Hurricane Dorian poses a significant threat to Florida and the northwestern Bahamas, end quote. And the Hurricane Hunter plane um, actually was finding that Dorian is now a major hurricane, so it's classified um, on the radar as being major. The uh, second headline is that the largest marine protected area in the Atlantic Ocean will soon be official. This is from National Geographic and um, it actually is talking about Ascension Island, which is a really cool name for a tiny, tiny spot, a volcanic area actually, that sits between Brazil and the west coast of the African continent. So between uh, those two places. And it is a really huge area, about 170,000 square miles, and it is surrounding Ascension Island, and it will officially be protected very soon. This area is really pristine, gorgeous, pure, you know, untouched, and it's really diverse in its uh, ecosystem as far as its ocean uh, animals and wildlife there. And uh, upcoming, so, um, or, or I should say if, if some days ago, um, on August 24th, the government of Ascension Island formally announced plans to protect the marine area. And the UK government actually announced it will also uh, do some uh, powerful thing on its end and will set aside some funds. So about £7 million or $8 million US dollars for marine conservation. The uh, last um, headline is that uh, Maryland Governor Hogan to Wolf, um, PA needs to up its game on the Chesapeake Bay cleanup. And that was found on Environmental News, uh, Environmental Health uh, News, its website via Pennsylvania Capital Stars website. 
All right, so um, the news for you all comes um, from Treehugger, one of you know my favorite uh, sites for environmental news. And I decided to deep dive quickly into this topic because it is um, somewhat short and sweet and to the point, although it's somewhat of a follow-up from the preceding um, podcast episode before that I did about Brazil and um, its wildfires. They're raging, of course. And uh, this comes on the heels of that in the fact that Timberland, a really big major player in the boot game, in the shoe game, world world renowned, um, it's actually not going to uh, consider and use at all Brazilian leather. So I wanted to spread the news. Um, I, in my uh, early teens and even in my middle school days and, and all that, I wore uh, Timberland boots. Um, I had a black pair for some time and you know, it was a winter boot, but I remember wearing Timberland boots. Now they're not going to be using um, Brazilian leather. So I think that this is a, you know, maybe historic event in some ways. And it will definitely change, I think, the way that maybe other uh, manufacturers of um, leather goods, of boots, um, how they do business uh, in the future. So um, I titled this piece, um cow crisis averted so cow crisis averted because the um the leather from cows will not be harmed especially those in brazil so uh, let's take it back so i'm going to take it back in time with a timberland and give you a scope of their um, sort of history when it comes to their stance on brazilian leather so about 10 years ago this summer actually um back in 2009 Timberland said, quote, no to buying um, of uh, Brazilian leather, end quote. But recently, this past uh, Thursday, just the week before Labor Day weekend here in the United States, uh, Timberland's parent company, VF Corp, made an announcement. So they made a big, huge announcement to everyone, and they declared um, that due to the violent wildfires in the Amazon and in Uh, the Brazilian government, um, you know, not taking its environmental stewardship seriously and protecting what's theirs and their country and their land and not doing enough that they will no longer be buying Brazilian leather at all. Now, um, as I told you before that I discussed um, Brazil's wildfires and how they're impacting Brazil and um, nearby surrounding areas, other countries. And there's a lot of talk on social media, in the government, Um, even uh, outside of those mediums. And so I had a lot to say about President um, Bolsonaro. And so he was elected recently. So he was elected January 2019. And I have yet to kind of see what he thinks about what Timberland has done. But that would be interesting to sort of follow up on. If I can get any information, I will definitely follow up on this news piece. But um, I'm going to skip ahead to anyone who may not know about VF uh, Corp. They are, of course, tied up in tons of different leather-specific uh, things when it comes to shoes, rather. And because of them um, being such a major player in this uh, with their um, leather, you know, it goes to say that you know leather is a byproduct of beef. So because Timberland is making a stance and they're not going to be buying Brazilian leather, that may take a hard hit to the Brazilian. 
um, meat industry as it relates to cows and you know what hit that may take in the future because this is being done right now so next who's responsible who's responsible for all of this going on besides timberland in the market they're making well you know the answer is really short and to the point you know it's matter-of-factly we're all kind of responsible to the point where um, this is happening but more so international buyers and in my in my opinion they're they're you know at hand for some of this because they're the buyers of cattle they you know sell it they use um, tanneries which may or may not be um, you know certified to a certain degree which is a different um, you know matter entirely because there's different specifications as far as um, the environmental uh, output and standards that uh, leather and tanneries hold some hold better standards than others but that's totally um, different topic and also leather goods leather goods plays a huge role in whether companies you know go out and get these foreign um, leathers and leather skins and also other animal skins other animal skins um, those who are collectors those who buy them just to say that they have them and don't really use them you know you may have a famous friend or a friend you know who has all types of exotic leathers and and furs and animal skins but they they cost and they're partly responsible for why things are the way that they, they is why the um tanning and why the leather and skins business is in the in the millions and hundreds of millions of dollars worldwide so we're all responsible but at the end of the day timberland made its choice and they made a responsible one and they're not going um, with the Brazilian leather anymore. And, you know, that says a lot. That says a lot of good. And they take a stand for what they believe in. And the tide could be changing because of this. So, overall, because VF Corp, you know, said it will no longer purchase leather from Brazil, they, you know, made their choice in their stance. And they did this, quote, because... Um, until we have the confidence and assurance that the materials used in uh, our products do not contribute to environmental harm in the country, you know, this is why they made this choice, end quote. So I'm very proud of BF Corp for that. Um, but yet again, I do want to see the ramifications for other um, brands are going to do in the future. So this may really, you know, pan out to be good rather than maybe a negative in the, in the eyes of many. So, if you didn't know, um, VF uh, Corp owns a ton of different um, brands, the ones that you may know or heard of before. So, they own uh, Vans, Dickies, um, Smart Wool, uh, The North Face, Icebreaker, Jansport, Kipling, and a ton of others. So, you can see some of these names may seem familiar. So, they have their hands in jackets, but mainly a sportswear, athletic wear. Um, thick wear, um, you know, wear that comes with, you know, shoes and canvas and those kind of hard um, uh, structures when it comes to uh, clothing and apparel. So I want to give you some quick facts and then some quotables before I move on to uh, my thoughts on everything. So um, some quick facts are from uh, Global News. So Global uh, News is uh, the source for these facts. And Brazil uh, exports 80% of the leather it produces to 50 countries. So think about that. 
over 80%, 80% or so of the leather it makes goes to about 25% or so of the, of the countries on the planet. It's a big number. I'm in between January and uh, July of 2019, export sales totaled $712.6 million. What I was saying before is that the industry of leather, of these uh, goods, uh, totaling and just exporting for Brazil is $712 million. You know, so this is a hundreds of millions of dollar uh, empire and arena, probably billions of dollars, but just out of Brazil alone, its export sales is enormous. Last fact is that 70% of leather exports come from southern states within Brazil. So they're not really near the Amazon, but they're within Brazil uh, to the south. So last thing are some quick quotables. So quote, a selling to one famous brand helps us sell to others, end quote. Now it's from a spokesman for the Center of Brazilian Tannery Industries to Global News. He's speaking on um, VF Corp's importance rather than its size. All right, so um, I do have a, uh, a really... Um, I guess specific stance on um, this Brazilian leather. I'm actually for um, the stance that uh, VF Corp took. But, you know, myself, uh, I don't buy too much leather. I can literally count on one hand how many products of leather I do have. Um, and these are really, really old, so more than 10 years old products. Um, you know, a quick fact is that. Um, according to the U.S. Sustainability Alliance, you know, there is no better alternative to using discarded hides and skins than to make leather. You know, their presence um, is in large volumes of perishable animal waste, you know, that would have serious um, consequences on solid waste systems and place tremendous pressure on the environment. Um, I actually was going to think, I actually thought at first that discarded and and and, and skins from dead animals versus ones that were freshly killed and 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 made to be um ext- and made to be um uh wiped wiped out and you know completely uh killed off for um you know leather and and those type of goods I thought that that would um somehow be a better alternative but it's but it's not so whether you get these animals from a uh, naturally occurring um, animal that was about to die um, versus one that was slaughtered for its hide and for its skin, it makes no difference. So that just shows you that this is a big problem. And no matter what side you're on, if you do have, you know, many leather items, you know, this is a big problem. And so um, the, the point is whether you can count on your hand, like me, how many leather goods you have, or you have thousands or millions of dollars worth of leather goods. Um, you know, it's not a contest whether who has the most goods. It's the importance is encouraging this behavior of buying the leather, whether it's Brazilian leather or any other type of leather and, you know, other high quality ones as well. You know, that's the issue. Leather and having it being in use. You know, the thing is to cut down on the use. The thing is to eliminate the use. And, you know, I'm very proud of VF Corp for doing that and for Timberland for making a stand and saying, you know what, 
we're not going to use Brazilian leather because you guys don't know how to control your own fires. You're taking advantage of the environment. Your president doesn't even care what's happening and he's blaming everyone else. And it's, it's fully apparent that they were sick of it to the point where they made a stance and did so and they, they, they sent a message. And so other companies can probably get on board. Um, for me, I want to know, though, if other companies are going to get in line, are they going to crumble under the pressure um, from the outside in? So from, ex from consumers and customers who line their stores. So, for example, Coach. Coach is a big, big player when it comes to leather goods worldwide. Um, I have a few that come to mind. Fossil. I love fossil goods. I had a bag I probably bought like seven years ago and I gave it away uh, some time ago. But there's plenty of other brands like Liz Claiborne, uh, Louis Vuitton, uh, The Sack. The Sack is a, a really known, well um, well done and, and, uh, and high-marked um, um, uh, accessories brand. And they do really well with, you know, purses and everything. So I want to know if some of those brands are going to you know, evaluate their uh, supply chain and where do they get their goods from Brazil or from surrounding countries? Or are they going to keep it, you know, wherever their uh, headquarters is of their company, whether it's France or uh, United Kingdom or, um, you know, somewhere else, maybe Australia or even United States, wherever these companies lie, maybe they should definitely consider where their um, their supplies are coming from and within which chain, which in who it affects, because this is big, this is big news. It's gonna, I think, um, definitely have waves across the industry. It may not be felt in a few months, but definitely probably within a few years, especially if um, other countries don't, um, or other companies, I should say, don't, um, line up with what Brazil has been doing, um, with its uh, environmental, um, you know, habitat and it's, it's countryside and it's trees and tons of other things that affect Brazil and Brazilians. Um, so, you know, this is the time for you to consider. What can, consider what shoe brands you love and you support. You know, what materials are they made from? Are they made from jute or hemp or cotton, organic cotton, or even from water-soluble glue or anything else that happens to be eco-friendly? You know, think about that. Your, your clothes and your shoes don't necessarily have to be from animal hides and skins. They can be from alternative, um, different um, uh, mix and mixtures. So that's what I'm trying to say. And, you know, my favorite shoe brands, I have probably, you know, top five, six. Um, El Naturalista, I love their shoes. They're one of a kind type. Um, uh, Spanish made from Spain themselves there. And uh, the great quality is, is amazing. They stand the test of time. Uh, Tom's is a go-to as well for something light. Good cause, great background. Um, simple shoes. I love their uh, Planet Walkers. When I bought my, they were like a leather um, uh, shoe enclosed. Very work appropriate. Fabulous. Um, and I, I had to... Give it away because the shoestrings um, kind of had the wear and tear to them and I didn't have replacing ones at the time. But, you know, other than that, it was a great shoe. And um, uh, Vivo Barefoot is one of my highly favored ones as well. 
Um, and for all of those brands I mentioned, I actually did uh, mostly on them Eco Company Spotlight. So if you would like to, you can peruse my previous uh, podcast episodes from this one and you can check out all of the Eco Company Spotlights um, I've done thus far since February 2019. And, you know, check out any of those that I mentioned and uh, you can get the inside, inside scoop on uh, all those shoe brands. So um, a key takeaway before I move on to the next segment is, you know, evaluate, you know, your purchases. You know, they say you are what you eat, though, are you what you wear? Are you your shoes, your shoe size, your your brand that you highly favor, follow on social media? Do you purchase them so much that they, you know, do you think that they can do no wrong? You know, evaluate that. You know, who do you give your money to at the end of the day? At the end of your, you know, two weeks or however long you work or per hour? Who are you giving your money to and why? What do they stand for? What are their principles? How do they treat um, their economies, local economies? How do they treat those abroad? Evaluate who you're giving your money to and how it will affect you. And that's how you'll see a big difference um, around you, but also um, around others and close to others. Do you love Greener Thoughts? Supporting Greener Thoughts ensures more giveaways are available with even more exciting prizes, future Greener Thoughts merchandise, and surprises found only on Greener Thoughts. I greatly appreciate and love all of the listeners who have tuned in and who support Greener Thoughts by doing good for the planet. One of the many ways I would love your support is by clicking the second lower link in the description section of this episode. It's the direct support link for Greener Thoughts. So, uh, in the Mother Earth Minutes is the time where I review in the next few minutes actions that you can take to combat the issue in the episode and as always, save Mother Earth. So the message for today is a quick fact. So from the U.S. Sustainability Alliance, according to the U.S. meat industry, uh, it generated 31.1 million cattle hides in 2016, along with 4.4 million pig skins and 2.3 million goat and sheep skins. And the leather industry purchases these hides and skins, which otherwise would go to waste and transforms them into leather. So that's a big fact and a numbers fact for you all. So I have two quick tips and they both involve uh, podcast episodes of mine. So I'd like for you to check out my um, August 29th, uh, 2019 podcast episode I did about Brazil and its fires because in some ways it is kind of linked um, as a, a major uh, podcast episode, it's linked to this one, not only because it has to do with Brazil, but, it has, but because it has to do with another environmental issue that is somewhat tied to it. So that is the, the trees and it's affecting the uh, Amazon and the wildfires there, but also this cattle and how VF Corp and Timberland, of course, are taking a stand and are not uh, here and, and supporting the uh, Brazilian leather. 
So that will also uh, be in the show notes for you all. And then last but not least, the next tip is the second one about sustainable shoe brands, uh, some of which I mentioned are earlier my favorites. But I did a podcast episode about uh, eco fashion and uh, some info about brands that you can feel good about. So I will link that also in the show notes for you all. Scientists discover a likely new species of orca off southern Chile. It's quote, the largest undescribed animal left on the planet, end quote. That fact was sourced from the Sierra Club Sierra magazine in the July-August 2019 issue. Green the Dots wants to hear your story. You can choose to self-nominate or nominate an individual who exhibits environmental stewardship and supports the environment. You can work hard in the environmental field in either an organization or company. Either way, let Green Thoughts know. If you want to tell your story and be in for a unique surprise, please be sure to send your 200-word essay to the email address greenthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So here is the Eagle Company Spotlight, of course, is where I would love to, of course, review your environmentally related product or service and let you know about it. And I, of course, would love to review it. And you can let me know and let Green of Thoughts know that you would love for uh, Green of Thoughts, of course, to review your uh, product or service by, by uh, voice message. And you can send also an email to Green of Thoughts as well. So the company I have for you today is called the Humble Company. And the Humble Company is the teeth company that puts your health first. And it was started in 2013 and the Humble Company was number one, developed then, and two, it has a simplistic Scandinavian um, design that's world-renowned and has put environmental principles to the forefront of their wellness model. You can check out more um, at their website, thehumble.co forward slash r dash story forward slash. And the Humble Company has products like their toothbrush. So the Humble Brush is their toothbrush. And they also have toothpaste and fresh mint, charcoal, cinnamon. They also have their coconut and salt variety and fresh ginger um, variety and also have their uh, breast cancer friend um, toothpaste uh, and also strawberry mint and they also have another one, uh, strawberry just for kids. They have their toothpaste tablets and fresh mint. They have dental floss, interdental um, instruments to get in between your teeth. They also have mouthwash and fresh mint and uh, charcoal and also in strawberry flavor. They also have a tongue cleaners for you and they have chewing chewing gum uh, and fresh mint, um, tropical fruits and lemon and licorice. Also they have cotton swabs and um, bamboo straws that are fully biodegradable and compostable. 
So to find the Humble Co. products, you just have to go to their website again, thehumble.co forward slash find dash retailers forward slash. There you will find retailers from, of course, all across the world. So shout out to all my international listeners from Australia to United States. They also have retailers in um, the Arab Emirates. Um, they have retailers there and distributors that will, of course, carry their products and do carry their products. And uh, my experience at the Humble Company is that I fell in love with their toothpastes. Now, I tried their, I think, fresh mint ones. And I also have their latest one. It's like a pink variety. I love, love, love it. And I can't, I can't get enough of the cuteness of their packaging. It's very efficient. Um, it's very to the point. Great ingredients. Clean ingredients. You can't get enough of it. Reasonable price. It's not anything expensive. Probably less than, what, uh, 7 to 10 US dollars or so. And you'll definitely get your money's worth. And it's all for a good cause. And they know what they're doing when it comes to teeth. So the Humble Company products can be found online, uh, especially within the United States. They can be found uh, on their website, uh, thehumble.co. And if uh, abroad, you can find them on their European site, shop.thehumble.co. And uh, in the United States, you can also find them on amazon.com, Bed Bath & Beyond, uh, Burlington, Cardinal Health, Dollar Tree, eBay.com, in limited quantities though. You can also find them at Face Values, Free People, Marshalls, Target, um, TJ Maxx, Walgreens, Wise, and many, many other uh, retailers in the country, of course, and uh, also worldwide uh, amongst other retailers um, in other countries as well, uh, where available. And uh, for more, you can check out them by mail. They're headquartered in uh, Stockholm, Sweden. And also they have um, their U.S. office, uh, the Humble Company, 4475 Mission Boulevard, San Diego, California, zip code 92109. And their email is info at co. And uh, the Humble uh, Company is on the following social media platforms of Facebook at the Humble Company, Instagram at the Humble Company, or the Humble um, dot, uh, CO, and uh, LinkedIn. They're also at the Humble Company, or or it will be um, the Humble uh, Co. And then Twitter, same thing, the Humble the Humble um, Company or the Humble Co. And then YouTube, same thing, the Humble Company or the Humble Co. Last thing, if you would also like to go ahead and comp. Uh, contact the uh, Humble Company, you can go to the website, thehumble.co, and then click contact at the bottom of their website to fill out their message form. So as always, thank you all for listening and taking the time out to listen to today's uh, great episode. Um, And be sure to share it, especially if you are one that loves shoes and want to do something and have eco-friendly ones um, made of different materials that are uh, ones that are conscious of your environmental footprint and have a great uh, ethos and ethos uh, for you to take part in and to represent. 
Again, thank you all for listening and taking the time out uh, of your day to listen and everything. And so be on the lookout for the next podcast episode coming up soon. But until then, take care. Bye.